Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. And as always, I'm grateful for your support. And thank you guys so much for the people that continue to email and um, send me a little bit about their journey, what they're working on. It's, it's awesome to hear where you guys are at and what you guys are going through. It never gets boring for me. You know, I do this at work all day, believe it or not. Like, for example, today I had nine sessions, almost back to back. And it's a lot of people to see for one person. And if you're seeing, seeing them an hour each, it kind of adds up. But <laughs> you would think I'd come home and I don't want to do anymore. But I read an email and I get inspired by you guys. And it keep, just keeps me going. It keeps me going. So thank you guys for sharing your journeys. You have no idea that when I get an email and it has somebody that I've never met before and they tell me a little bit about themselves, energetically, I can feel them. I want to honor that every time I get an email. So if you want to share your story with me and let me know where you're at, what even topic suggestions that you might have, I get more, a lot of my ideas from you guys. So please feel free to email me at T-A-L-A-I-B-R-A-8888 at gmail.com. And usually I get back to you pretty promptly. Uh, so I don't think I have an issue with that. So far, we're good. <laughs> All right. So I recently had a listener make a suggestion or request regarding a topic. And I think this topic is pretty relevant for every human being. This topic is really concerned with transitions in life. If I think about counseling and what I was taught about counseling and therapy, it is basically to help us in transitioning. Nothing has to be significantly wrong with you to seek counseling. Its purpose is to help you with transitions in life. Because we have a habit, a human habit of being habitual. <laughs> we like our habits and we collect them through the years and we strengthen them. We strengthen them into beliefs. So habits turn into beliefs, turn into a way of life. So if you think about going through transitions in life, it has a lot to do with identity and how we have to redefine our identity as we go through and why I connected identity and our definition of identity with transitions is because transitions really determine whether we get to redefine who we are or do we stay stuck on the past. It makes sense if you think about it. Transitions are meant to happen in life. We've talked about how many times are in our life Things happen that show us that life is impermanent. We are impermanent. And because we are impermanent, it is more likely that everything that we do has the same nature as well. Everything that we produce, everything that we do and accomplish is going to be impermanent in nature as life is, as I am. The clue is there, my friends. I'm not born with anything except this body. I'm not born with a job title. I'm not born with a wife and I'm not born with a kid. And so these things are transitions that we deal with along the way. They're not things that we own, friends. My job title can change tomorrow. A license can be taken away. If we define ourselves by the marriage that we're in, that spouse can be taken away. They can ask for a divorce. We can ask for a divorce. Children 
are also impermanent. They're going to grow up and they're going to move out. So what you can count on, hands down, is that everything in your life is going to be impermanent. It is meant to be this way. You're not born with it. That's the clue that, that we have so far that we know for sure that you're not born attached to any of those things. These are things or transitions that we go through in life, whether it's work, school, graduating, accomplishments, having children, getting married, getting a divorce. All those are a demonstration of exactly what happens in life, which is change. Believe it or not, if we want to be able to adapt to change better, in each one of those accomplishments or milestones or transitions, however you want to think of them, what we find out is that the stiffer your beliefs about yourself, about what you think you own, and what you think that you are stuck to when it comes to your identity, what you define yourself as, the more rigid that definition is, the more precise that definition is, the more likely you're going to suffer through the transitions. If you said to yourself that I am a teacher and one day you become immobile, something happened, an accident, something happens where you are immobile and maybe you have other physical uh, disabilities that cannot allow you to work, you are going to have to redefine you without work. If you have children that have gone off to college and you have always given yourself your value and your identity based on the, your parenthood, maybe you defined yourself as a nurturer, as a mom, as a dad, as a provider, whatever role we took and we got our value from that identity that we attached to that, it's going to be redefined. It has to be redefined. Because again, we can't stop children from growing up and moving out. We are going to have to understand that it is not about them doing that. That causes us the suffering. It is about our inability to redefine ourselves and to understand the impermanence that allows us to transition. That has to make us transition, basically. Now, the less we resist that and the faster we get to acceptance, it gets better and better. But we suffer when I don't find value in myself anymore without being a parent. My kids leave and I'm sitting at home, not being needed by anyone. I could start to think that this is reality, that I'm not worthy, but it's false. It's just that I've been measuring my worth based on how, I, how much I was needed, how much I was noticed as, my, as being a parent, and how much I'm able to nurture and love someone. So on the outside, these things could appear like a real loss, but they are not. They are growth. That's what they are. They're not this villain called life trying to mess with you. Although I'd like to think that sometimes, but I know better today. It won't solve the problem for me. The idea is that my body is simply meant to age. It is meant to live. And in life, I receive the gift of interacting with people. And if I get to learn that I don't own them, nor own any accomplishment that I do, any feeling, anything, then I won't 
go through the suffering of trying to keep everything just the same. And that's where the suffering comes from, my friend, our attempt to keep everything just the same. But if we allow our identity to be redefined as many times as you like, make your identity so flexible, then when it comes time to address the fact that, for example, you are going through a divorce, in your mind, you're going to have to get to acceptance. You're going to have to imagine yourself being without your husband or your wife, living your life, enjoying being in the present moment, and whatever comes with the enjoyment of single life. If you go back to the past, attempting to hold on to it, when you know darn well it's not there in the same way you wanted it anymore, that's where the suffering comes. You are resisting what is. We can't hold on to everything. It is impossible to life, to people. It's impossible. And again, always know that our attempt to do so, our attempt to hold on to those things as a way to form our identity, to make up who we are, then when it is time for it to outgrow itself, whatever it is in our life, and for it to move and expand into something else, we will suffer a strong beat down to our ego, our identity, what we define ourselves as, and we will lose our peace. We will start suffering and thinking we are lacking something, but in fact, we never owned it to begin with. We're not, we didn't lose anything. We didn't, things just grew up, moved up, moved out, changed. That's it. We need to use the proper words for them. But when I say that I lost those things, that I no longer have those things, that somehow I am not valuable anymore, all of this is just a way that we distort the facts. The facts always remain. The life is impermanent. My identity even is very much changeable. It does not have to be stiff, fixed, and immovable. Life is happening, my friends. It's not asking you for permission. That's another clue that we have, is that resisting something that you cannot control, which would include people, situations, things that are out of your awareness, you can't control them. To attempt to do that would cause suffering. So unfortunately, our identity and the way we talk about it, like for example, I am a teacher, I am a nurse, I am a father, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a husband. All those things are the way we attempt to hold on to something that we cannot own, something that we cannot grasp. Because those are concepts or roles that we might play, but we do not own them as part of our identity. That we can't. Because one day when you're not needed as a parent, you're going to have a hard time. You're going to have a hard time when you've placed your value on that. Or one day when you are not needed as a wife or a husband, you're going to have a hard time when you've always been a wife or a husband, a provider. Whatever your role is that you've attached to your identity. So we want to be flexible and expansive. And that's what our identity needs to, to appear like. Very flexible. It needs to accommodate the changes in our life without the suffering. Even the word identity is very rigid. <laughs> because I'm meaning it in the loosest term you can find. I mean, basic stuff. Like, I do have a name that was given to me, and that name is Tala. <laughs> I, I am a female, and that's about what I know for sure. And the rest is like, ah, it could change. 
It could basically could change. My favorite foods will change. Even my role as a mother will change later because I will transition from being a full-blown mother of a toddler to a full-blown mother of a college student or a (laughs) mother-in-law, you know, whatever my role gets to be and expand into. But I don't lose my child because they're away from me. What ends up happening is that my role will change a bit, but I am still a parent to them. They will still recognize me that way and I will love my child no matter what, even if they don't contact me, I will still have a place for them in my heart. They don't even have to contact me. So the good news here is that we get to redefine ourselves each moment because every moment that you live in is a new beginning. It literally is. The past is already done, friends. Not useful. And if you go back to the past, most likely if you're not going back there kindly, it ain't going to serve you well. If you're not going back there to understand and learn from lessons, then you're not doing it right. So keep yourself right here in the present moment. Start finding out what your favorite foods are right now, because I'm sure as hell they'll change. Start understanding yourself a little bit more now, but also be prepared for the change that will happen. Because I might understand something about me now, but I know it's changeable. And you want to be changeable, people. We want to be changeable. We don't want to get stuck. Because we know that in a clinical sense, whenever I see somebody stuck, it's another way to say depressive. Okay? So don't trap yourself. There's no need for it. You're not helpless to your feelings. As a matter of fact, that's the only thing you can have any impact on. It's your own feelings. So go within. Accept where you're at right now. Appreciate it. And start detaching appropriately from what you call yourself to be. What you identify yourself as. That's what we need to do first. Whatever it is that you are having a hard time releasing or whoever you're having a hard time releasing, you need to start accepting right now. Right now where you're at. Not accepting just the past, but right now. More importantly, accepting where you're at right now. And in doing that, I think there's also acceptance of that past. It goes along with it a little bit. As we move on in age, aging is something we don't accept at times. Because what happens in aging is that if we are used to living on a physical sense and a physical level and have not really developed a kind and generous relationship within within ourselves, with ourselves, then what's going to happen is we are going to suffer because that becomes some of the big physical loss that we'll experience. But if we get into acceptance and know that we've lived a life that was colorful, we fell in love, we felt passion, we felt love, and we also were were able to give love. We gave birth to children. We experienced many first-time things. (laughs) Wonderful. It never went to waste, friends. You just got to live life. That's why living in this moment is really living your life. Not living in the past, certainly not living in the future, hasn't happened yet. Living right the hell here. Now our physical body will start to change as well as we age. It will start to show us its age, its time that it's spent on earth. So if you have 
fallen in the past and messed up your knee while playing a sport, or if you were in a car accident and you messed up your back or your hips, you may have gotten over it a little bit during your youth, but as we age, you will experience the effects of having this beautiful vessel that we live in, which is known as our body. And we got to understand it that way. But if you ever thought that you're just a body, you're going to have a hard time with this. If you put all your value and your identity based on your mobility, your ability to do stuff, I'm a go-getter, all that, then you're going to suffer through this part as you transition. And I see this often with patients. I even had one today that came in and he was in the military for many years and dismissed kind of the struggles he went through with his physical body because he was young enough and able to deal with them. And he was distracted with what was asked of him in the military. And I get that. But today he was deteriorating and he's still having a hard time accepting that his body, however he used it, served him well. And that today his body's asking him to rest. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with your body saying, hey, I'm in pain right now. I can't do what I used to do. But psychologically, mentally, we get in conflict with that, friends. We don't want to believe that. We don't want to believe that our body wants to rest. (laughs) We start calling it names like lazy. You can't move. You're not valuable anymore. I'm not worthy of getting a job anymore. I'm not fast enough. I'm not young enough. And instead of perceiving age as a beautiful milestone as it should be with integrity, we are perceiving age and aging as punishment. I need us to honor that we've made choices in our life. We lived life. And because we've lived life, our body will show that later on. It will not take long to know what your intuition is actually telling you if you just sit still and stop judging yourself on it. It's telling you just slow down. You're allowed to rest. You're allowed to take breaks. You're allowed to slow the hell down. Nothing's wrong with it. You're allowed to say, I'm tired today. I want to take a nap. It is part of aging. Don't resist. Your body served you well. So again, in this aging part, we have to redefine what we thought we were as an identity and understanding that we are not just a body that we still have the energy within us that lives on. We still are beyond this body. I know you feel it. You might call it an intuition, the mind, whatever you call it, it's there. You're right. I'm not disagreeing with you. But I need you to acknowledge its presence so it can heal you. And it can be used to help you understand that you are beyond your body. Everything about us says that, friends. Everything about us says that. We are not meant to keep this body forever, but we are meant to enjoy it in this lifetime. And I know that enjoying it can sometimes lead to scars physically, (laughs) and that's okay too. Accepting all of that, accepting the, the dark and the light helps you stay in the best mental state right now. I need you to not reject any part of you. I need you to accept all versions of you that had to grow, that had to learn, that had to transition and redefine itself because itself to begin with 
is not defined by anything. It can't be. Don't bother defining it. Go with the flow. You are not meant to be one stiff, rigid thing. You are not born a teacher, a therapist, a, a, a policeman, a fireman, a, a flight attendant. You're not born this way. And attempting to keep this title, because if I lose this title, I'm no longer, I'm nothing. I, I think we've lost touch with reality when we do that. Because the reality says you're not born with any of these things. It is not meant for you to really place all your value on them. You're born with everything that you need and it is inside of you. And if you are resisting the relationship with you, it will show up later on as we age. You will disconnect from your body and you will not be kind to it, gentle with it, generous with it. You will judge it and you will shame it for doing the best thing that it's ever done, which is age. It served you well in life. And it went through a journey with you. I need you to honor your body. It is that body that produced what you know as love physically. It is that body that produced what you know as nurture. It also produced the feeling of gratification when we were touched by our lover and when we were nurturing our sick child. That's the body that we used to manifest all these beautiful things. Don't dishonor it by judging it now. Keep going. Enjoy it. Enjoy what you can do. Don't worry about what you can't do. Keep it in the back of your mind. You're exactly where you need to be. Honor it. Honor it every day of your life. You wouldn't be there without it. Manifesting all those beautiful things that you attempt to hold on to as if they were the most important thing. You already have the most important thing that came to this earth and that is you and whatever you produced my friend you produced we're not meant to keep it though that's for sure whether it's a relationship a house children we don't get to keep those things or own them or determine their outcome that's not up to us I hope this helped you guys today I really thank this listener for sending this wonderful topic on transition. There's not enough that can be said on that, but I hope I got you thinking about transition and how it relates to identity. The softer your transitions are, the more flexible your identity is, basically. And vice versa, the more flexible your identity is, the more softer your transition becomes. Okay? So, if you start making this relationship all about, you're putting all that, as a priority for you or this job becomes a priority for you or doing this becomes just this one thing and you obsess about it and it becomes a priority for you know for sure that if you lose it you have based your identity on that thing and you will suffer but if you keep everything within its balance and understand that I'm only born born with this body and whatever this body produces is just a way to manifest into the, in this life which is wonderful got a lot of pleasures manifesting in this life with this body but it does not create my identity what i do ain't who i am my friends be gentle kind and generous to you you get this life one time with this body so do me a favor use it well and be proudly displaying your scars ain't nothing wrong with that what a sign of living not many of us get to use that body till old age Henry David Thoreau says, 
the price of anything is the amount of life you exchange for it. If that's true, you paid exactly for what you got. You spent time with the people that you loved. You went through experiences with them. You loved them and you received love. What a wonderful thing. That's all we get, my friends. We don't actually pay the price to keep the person. We pay the price to experience them. Experience life. Never a moment wasted. How beautiful. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I'm sending you love, light, and the acceptance that if you're still living, you ain't done yet. There's more to be revealed. This has been an episode of Drive Through. Thank you.